Matters with Jeff Boggs. New Iberia's only daily live call-in talk show. And we are back 30 minutes after 11 o'clock. My pleasure to welcome back to the show, Richard Hebert, Hebert's Garden Center. How you doing, sir? Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Happy New Year. Likewise, uh, Merry Christmas to you. I know we missed you last week, but uh, gotta gotta get those poinsettias sold. That's right, exactly. So uh, no, had a uh, great year. We closed between Christmas and New Year. That's normal. I, I didn't. I did. Was the, is that normal? I don't. Yeah. Because I drove by the other day and I yeah. saw the sign and I said, I don't remember. Yeah, every um, year we do that. And it's strictly because it's a slow time of year and it gives us an opportunity to. Uh, get our inventory straight and you know there's a lot of backside work that you got to do for the end of the year and it's a good time for us so we, we're able to get on those computers and count merchandise and get it all up to speed and do all our all backstory stuff and then then we're ready to go we'll actually come back january 3rd gotcha. got to recover from the first there you go <laughs> nothing wrong with that uh, i don't know where i'm gonna get my new year's wreath now though that's right. <laughs> it's That's a struggle. Exactly. It's, it's a, a struggle. struggle. But Man. I tell you what, if you think about what it was a year ago, Jeff, we were defrosting at this point from one heck of a cold. And mm. so this weather is actually pretty darn nice. Seasonal. It, it's seasonal, exactly, which I love. I love the seasonality of the weather. I wish it was a little bit more consistent. Tonight, though, overnight? Uh yeah, that's Kissing right. 32, maybe. That's right. So we're going to be right at the freezing point, which I know a lot of people cons- are concerned uh, uh, obviously, it's not like we, we dealt with last year, but what you want to watch this year is uh, it's just stuff that is susceptible. For example, Jeff, I have uh, some of the fall tomatoes, and actually the fall tomatoes have done fantastic. I must have 40 nice-sized tomatoes on the plant. So I covered those. I covered it last night, and I covered tonight, and we'll talk a little bit about this cloth. But anyway, so I got it covered to the ground. They're going to be fine. Uh, now, if you get a deep freeze, then th- – that would have helped you. But for, for any spring-type plant material, main the big three right now would be uh, tomatoes, any peppers that have uh, uh, over-summered. And some people actually over-summered eggplants. You want to you cover that, either from a frost and or freeze. So uh, you want to get it covered. We'll talk a little bit about what to cover it with. But uh, and, and again, uh, you know, one of the concerns about frost uh, and then that sun, because we're expecting good sunshine, Tomorrow morning, uh, burning through those uh, Yeah, it, it'll just burn them. But the thing about about this one is that for these type plants, not only is it going to be cold, but a little breeze. And even though it may not get to 32, it, it gets to 33. And that cold is going to be is going to be t- pretty tough on the plant. So if you think about last year, last year we had a deep freeze right at this time for Christmas, and which killed a lot, all right? But then after that, Jeff, January and February was spring-like. January was unbelievably spring-like. Oh, yes. And, uh, and so it was really – so if you could have saved those few plants um, uh, last year, you would have been, you know, doing really, really well. And so that's my goal mm-hmm. this time. So I wonder if this is going to be our last frost or freeze. And if so, then I'm going to be harvesting tomatoes January and February. So it's worth kind of the effort, strictly because not so much, you know, if you're up in your neck of the woods, you, knew, you know the cold's coming. It's just a matter of when is it going to start and when is yeah. it going to finish. It's going to happen. For us, not necessarily. You know, uh, this may be it. You know, we just don't know. But 
Uh, it's, so it's, to me, it's worth protecting the few little plants that you know could freeze, and uh, and just give it a little covering. It won't get uh, they won't get any wind burn or anything like that. And yeah, we might we might have a spring like weather in January. Uh, things you don't have to worry about is any of the uh, fall stuff that you planted. And the big three there are cabbage, broccoli, and cauliflower. All those are fine. Uh, um, uh, you know, anything that's heading up with the cabbage or the broccoli, it's a non-issue. The cold weather won't affect it. Uh, you know, the only I, I guess to be ultra, you know, like mustard, uh, you know, you're eating the leaves of that, and you, if you're out in the wide open, uh, you may need to go water down before the frost comes out. Other than that, I don't think it's a big deal. And even then, you might have, if it's close to a house, something like that, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, so but the carrots, the beets, turnips, mustard, all that stuff is going to be fine, uh, you know, with, with no problem. Now, the things that people brought in the fall and that Christmas that you mentioned, the poinsettias, poinsettias and crotons, you want to you bring in or certainly put in position to, uh, but it's an, it doesn't get that wind and, and maybe uh, the temperatures are, are going to be a little bit warmer. Uh, those you want to bring in foliage plants, you know, whether it be, you know, your house plants that may be on the patio, um, you know, peace lilies, dracaenas, um, all that type of stuff is going to need a little bit of protection. You know, it's not so much like if you're under a canopy where, you know, you're kind of protected from the, from the cold, but maybe not the wind. It's not so much that it'll kill the plant, but it'll certainly cause it to uh, maybe not look as good. So it's always a good idea to, to kind of maybe – uh, if you don't have time to cover it or bring it in or you don't want to bring it in because some man's going to get my floors dirty and you're just not ready for it, just kind of jam them in a corner uh, near a, uh, a door uh, out of the north wind. You, you, know, you know, what I did yesterday, I had a few poinsettias in my back patio. I just jammed them near my, my back door, uh, and just those few degrees of, of heat coming from that door is all it needed, and it, and it got it out of the wind, and they'll be fine. Even though we, even if we get to uh, you know 31 or 32, they'll be fine. They will not freeze, just because of that added heat. So, really, not a lot to do uh, with that. But however, how do we cover the plants that you want to cover, and you don't want to move? Okay, so you know visqueen or plastics are commonly used, and uh, and they will work. But you got to remember, and we've talked about. Uh, a couple weeks ago. And just a moment ago, uh, the sun's going to be bright tomorrow that, morning. That's exactly right. And so when that happens, if you covered it to the ground, which you should, uh, it will cause the, the greenhouse effect, which will get the temperatures will get really hot really fast within that visqueen. And more people lose plants because of the heat, of the, of the, the, the heat being enclosed within that than they do from the cold. And so you got to be willing to uh, to go and put them on late. So you can't say, hey, look, right now it's noon. It's, it's kind of warm outside. I'm going to cover that with visqueen right now so I don't have to do it later in the day when it gets a little cooler. Uh, that won't work because, it's, it, like you just said, Jeff, it's sunny and it's going to get hot really fast. So you got to put it on late and you got to take it off, you know, pretty much at, at uh, sunup or close to it. Now, what you can do if it's a if it's a big uh, if you may, maybe you might have 20 feet and 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 you don't want to uncover the whole thing, you can just kind of take it off and open it up at the bottom so that air flows through it, and so that all you got to do is close it up at the end of the day. That works fine, but you're going to have to be willing to do that early and uh, and to make sure it works. Now, this right here, Jeff, and I'll slide this over to you, and this is what we call freeze cloth, and yeah. it's a fabric, right? 
And the advantage of that fabric is that air goes through it. I just did. I, I breathed through it. It's, it's, it's like a, 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 the mask uh, that you wear for uh, COVID. All right. No, you, you may not want to touch this now. Do you, now that <laughs> you I can throw that away, through please, it. Uh, yeah. Please. But anyway, the bottom line is that that one, and that's what I have. My, I covered my tomatoes yesterday afternoon. I could and cover a very small plant yeah, with that tonight. Maybe one uh, of the beans. Maybe on a, my, one flower. Yeah. yeah. But I covered mine yesterday afternoon, right around this time, a little bit, a little bit later. But I'm going to leave it on all day today, and so it's not going to build up that heat, but it's going to give it the protection it needs. Now, what we tell people last year, you know, we knew it was getting really cold. Say, look. The freeze cloth will help you, but you're going to have to cover it again with visqueen. Even that may not be enough, and it turned out it wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's certain points where it's going to get so cold and stay there for so long that you're going to have to really cover it. But for frost and mild freezes, or t- you know, if it gets down to 28 and stays there a few hours, that, that freeze cloth I just showed you is ideal. And, and the nice thing is, uh, if you know there's going to be consecutive threatening nights, you don't have to remove it. Uh, to remove it at all. And, uh, or if you've got to get a hard cold, you could put that freeze cloth. Or if it's a, let's say it's a real sensitive plant and you know it's going to really get cold, you could put the freeze cloth, then cover it with visqueen to keep that airflow from not happening, and then just take the visqueen off the next day yeah. and leave the, yeah. leave the freeze cloth on. So it, it gives you some options. Uh, and uh, it just the, the key is, is that you want to – to cover whatever you're covering with to the ground. And uh, that's important simply because it'll trap that heat that's coming out of the soil and leave it within the container, and, and, and that's, that's very, very important. Anything can be used as a protection. For example, you know, if you have a big cardboard box and you're trying to cover something that's relatively small or if it's big enough and you can just cover it to the ground, that'll help you a lot. And uh, so just anything to keep the wind from hitting it and to keep the frost away and Hold that heat in the soil will will allow you a you know a certain number of degrees of, of uh, protection, and so it's just uh, something you want to watch for. Now, we always get calls on you know right now around town the things that are the two big things that are blooming, and it used to be just one. The camellias are blooming big time, and or the sasanquas, which are in the camellia family. That's the one. They're mostly pink. You see right now the common shishi shrub that you see around, beautiful right now. They're in full color. Those will be fine, no problem. Even the flowers will be fine. Um, uh, uh, but the big one that we used, never used to see blooming right now are the azaleas, and that's these new, the newer varieties called Encore uh, that will actually bloom twice a year, which is very, very unusual. It used to be, when we were young, Jeff, it would be... Found on late March, April, that's probably. That's exactly yeah. right. That's right. And uh, you would see the azaleas blooming, and that was kind of the, the, the negative and or the positive is that it would only bloom one time a year, but... As you get older, you realize those, those uh, you know, um, the fact that things only happen not at, that often, you appreciate more. And certainly you would appreciate the azaleas back then. But right now you have some gorgeous encores that are blooming, whether it be reds or oranges or whites, that are repeat bloomers that bloom in the spring and now they bloom in the winter. Gotcha. Those, those will do fine in terms of the, uh, the cold weather, the uh, Flowers would be a non-issue. Normally, I would tell people, Jeff, uh, you know, go ahead and water things in. And that's always a good idea. If, if you have any container, uh, you want to kind of watch it this time of year only from the standpoint of the north winds blowing. And so if the container dries out, uh, 
that's more of an issue, won't be an issue in this in this code that we're having. But it's always a good idea to make sure that, um, you know, any plant is wet. Not as critical this time of year because the soil in the ground doesn't dry out. But it is critical when it comes to containers is that they will dry out relatively much, much faster than things in the ground because uh, that wind is, is hitting that container and just drying it out. So you want to kind of watch for that and, and, and kind of wet that. But most of your bedding plants that people will worry about that are planted now certainly the pansies is, is a non-issue non right now they'll be fine the snapdragons are fine but even the petunias are going to be fine it's just not going to get that cold um and it's just going to they're going to perform real really really well you know w one thing we'll start to get in january people will start calling us and say oh man i you know i bought some beautiful snapdragons and i bought some beautiful petunias and they're not blooming um uh, you know, w you know what's going on? Should I just pull them up and wait for the spring? And the answer is no. And 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 the first question we get is how much sun do they get? And the more sun you get, uh, the quicker they're going to rebloom in January. So if January is like what we're seeing out here today, and we have a lot of sunshine all the month of January, your flowers will perform longer and much earlier than if we have a normal January where we get a lot of overcast weather. And that's why we always ask the customers that, okay, where you're planting these plants is going to be shade or sun. And if they say shade, we ask them how much. And if they say, well, it's part shade, it gets all morning sun, you know, the bedding plants will do fine. However, it's going to take longer for them to have that second bloom and the consistent bloom because if they're already getting shade, the day length is short, and, um, and we're getting overcast weather, you're just not getting the s enough sun to allow them to perform. But they will. And so generally what happens is, is you know, when we get toward the end of January, I said, look, just give it two or three more weeks, and you're going to see a difference. And sure enough, usually in February, things explode because we start to get that l the longer days are here. And then also the uh, 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 y historically you'll get more sunlight. And uh, if that happens, then those plants will do well. And so all your plants that may be saying, man, it's not performing very well, don't give up on them. You know, give them a little liquid fertilizer, a little granulated fertilizers, uh, and just kind of help them along and get them through the next two to four weeks, and all of a sudden they will explode, and they will give you a gorgeous uh, color the, the whole spring and uh, into early summer. Real good. What else are we keeping an eye on? Uh, Jeff, I think that is about it. You know, it's that time of year. But other than that, uh, the, the only thing I can say about covering plants that, that – Sometimes it makes it a lot easier when it comes to covering plants. It's have some kind of support structure to hold the plant. Remember, you can also use blankets to cover. The problem with a blanket, if it gets wet, it gets heavy. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times it'll cause problems. So just kind of keep in mind, you know, like, you, you know, sometimes people have some tomato cages that they use in the, uh, in the spring for their tomatoes. And you might have some of those hanging around. You go stick those in the ground around whatever plant you got and you cover the cage itself and the and the fabric will never touch the plant that's that's real uh it you, you won't uh, the, the plant won't get hurt if it uh, it freezes it won't break the plant uh remember if the cloth freezes and it's touching the plant it'll burn whatever it's freezing it won't kill it but it'll burn it yeah so if you have some kind of support and just kind of you know either a bamboo or whatever something that you can utilize to actually cover the plant and not and the fabric not touch it helps out a lot and most people do have something from the spring that they aren't using that would work fine all right before we let you go we got a caller see if it's a question or comment for richard hi you're in the air 
Hey, Richard. This is Gary. Hey, Gary. Hi. I know it's the wrong time of the year, but we've just planted three crepe myrtles, a river birch, and a drake elm. Uh, what would I do to them? Anything at all or what? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, because, and, and you started the way most people think is that when you said it's the wrong time of year, but actually it's the best time of the year. And, and so you're in good shape because what will happen with those plants that you mentioned, they can take as much cold as we'll ever get. Uh, even I, though they're tender and even and though they're tender, planted. because all that's going dormant, it's pretty much the sap's down. It's not it's not susceptible to the cold weather at all. Yeah, they're thirty gallon pots, so there's you know. Oh, so they're not planted. Uh, no, they're planted now. They were in thirty gallon pots. Yeah, so you, you know, the fact that you're in the ground is even better. So it's much easier to take care of that plant in the ground than in the container because you got to water a lot more in those containers. But, yep. the, but, the, but the fact that you got them in the ground, all you're going to need to do there is make sure that it's wet. And when I say that it's wet, uh, you know, at the most, in the wintertime, at the most, you'd have to water those plants once a week. Uh, but that's, that's, that's at the most because, remember, that plant is not actively growing. It's really going dormant. Uh, so if it, if, it would, if it would be a hard cold that's coming up, I would tell you to make sure that ground is, is wet and make sure they're mulched. For this that's coming up here, I don't think there's much of anything you need to do, uh, and those plants will be fine. Actually, they're going to love this because, uh, again, they're going to root all winter long so that next late spring and summer, these trees are going to stand a much better chance next summer than anybody who planted them uh, in April. Beautiful. Good answer. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I know we talked about citrus trees, though, recently planted citrus. This wouldn't even be uh, what we're expecting. It's not, it's not a yeah. factor. I mean, you, you wouldn't even have to cover them, Jeff. I mean, if you had some flowers on it and you really want them to, to, to set that, you may kind of protect the, uh, the plant. But other than that, um, this is just not going to stay cold long enough to be a factor. So, it's, you know, I like to tell people you've you got to watch more to do the duration than it is the t than the temp. You know, if it's going to get down to – well, let's just say, let's say it's getting down to 30 degrees and it's going to stay there for three days. That's a problem yeah. because it's going to get deep cold. But, but again, that's not the forecast. That, that is not. So, so it, it, if it gets to freezing, it's going to be for a very short period of time. So the citrus, good question. Citrus are not going to have an issue with this one at all. But if it was going to stay there a little while, covering it at 28, 29, 30 is fine, no problem. Last year, what we told people when they called and said, look, I planted these trees in October what the heck am I going to do? And I said, go take them out of the ground because you're not going to be able to protect them enough. It's going to stay too cold for too long. And just yank them out of the ground, put them in the garage where they'll stay warm, and then replant them as soon as the danger of cold is, is gone because the odds of us getting that kind of cold again are not good. And sure enough, they replanted them, and, and we didn't have, did not have any cold, and they were able to root all spring, I mean all winter and spring, and had a much bigger uh, survival higher survival rate than anybody who planted in the in april very good richard anything else before we let you go jeff that's it again uh all the listeners have a happy new year and uh we'll be ready to go first week of january there you go richard always a pleasure thank you